Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Hello! Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Good morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Huge melt yesterday. Oh, that was awesome. I think we get another day today, and then we get a blast of winter again on the weekend. No way. Yeah. It's not happening. You don't think so? No. We're good. You think Josh is wrong? I'm looking at the uh, government forecast right now. Not too bad. Like, still, like, three degrees, right? Okay. Yeah. All right. One, three. There's still so much snow in my neighborhood. Like Minus the- three is the high for Saturday with snow. Mine says plus one. What? Yeah. <laughs> Mine's the government of Canada as well. Yeah, the weather.gc or something. Yeah. Okay. Or maybe uh, this is the weather network. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it could yeah, be it's anywhere. Supposed to be a melt. Uh, another big melt today with uh, 11 degrees. I so feel so good getting rid of the snow. Yeah, getting the sunshine. I'm gonna. There's always like a couple of weeks where that snow mold gets to me though. Oh, it does it. Yeah, yeah. I can start. I can you feel, feel it already. It yeah, yeah. Yeah. I went for a walk yesterday. I got back and I was just like, ah, son of a. <laughs> did you see? Should wear a mask. Did you see the royal blood announce like um, a show announcement? Yeah. Recently, um, was this was this just dropped on us? I think I don't know when they announced it. The concert's in April, though, right? Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So they probably announced it a while back. Yeah. Where is it? Um, actually, it's at Midway, where we saw the Who. You're kidding. It used to be the ranch. Yeah, I oh, thought they would be a Rogers I, show. I gotta see that. Like they, this is gonna be a yeah. That's gonna be a hard ticket to get. Anyway, they got a new tune out. This isn't off the album. It's kind of like a B-side thing. Uh, but I heard it yesterday, and I was like, ah, we gotta get that in. It's called uh, Honey Brains. I like these guys. Royal Blood, new music from them. The locker room topic of the day. We're doing your favorite cookie this morning, based on the fact. We found out that those goodie rings from Dad's Cookies have uh, stopped being produced. Uh, that is disappointing. That's a cookie of my childhood. The goodie rings. You know what I thought when I saw that story? I used to I make thought, them in Saskatchewan. Oh, really? Yeah. I knew it was a Canadian thing. Yeah. I've had them I learned in the, that through this article. <laughs> oh, did you? Yeah. I knew they were Canadian. And I, I've had them, and I enjoy them, and it's sad to see them go. But the thing that I realized was that I need to start supporting stuff like this because I'm not supporting it now in my adulthood. Yeah, I don't think I've bought a goodie ring in my adult life. And I was thinking to myself yesterday, why haven't I? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if you now that you haven't supported it, your grandkids, you know, will never get to try a goodie ring. Exactly. This is a good point, Jimmy. Yeah. And and I I feel like we've all let the goodie ring down. Let the future generations down. All right. So, yeah. what's your favorite cookie, Jimmy? I have to go with a sugar, a sugar cookie. Okay. Uh, just simple, no icing, just plain sugar cookie. Hmm. Okay. Mine is the uh, still the President's Choice band brand chocolate chip, the the decadent ones that you get. Oh yeah, at those superstore. Are, like oh. you can't beat those. I don't think. Yeah. As far as like a bought cookie. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I'm. Like I am an oatmeal raisin guy, 
and I got to tell you, I'm a little bit of a prude when it comes to the cookies. Like I'll, I would go for a, a homemade every day out of a ba- out of the bag cookies. Yeah. Oh, if it's if it's a, a store bought cookie, I was just thinking just cookie in general. I like a homemade, but I'd have to go with an Oreo because they're fun. You can't beat the Oreos. You can't beat an Oreo. Classic because they're, they're fun because you can crack them open and you have to eat them I'm a certain way. <laughs> I was trying to do that to make him mad. I am worried about. Sorry, you. I didn't actually keep bringing up vegan stuff too much. <laughs> She's brainwashing you. No, that was because of when you did your vegan challenge. Remember, you I, could eat Oreos. Yeah, <laughs> they're accidentally vegan. They're if you become a full-blown vegan, we might not be able to hang out together. Uh, it's it's ca- happening. You hear him yet? Last week, he went on about how great vegan uh, mayo is. You shouldn't tempt me with that, Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. What's your favorite cookies? Stacy said store-bought. Uh, those ones with the raspberry in the middle. It's like the They're sandwich like a, cookie, and then they got the yeah, raspberry in the center. I don't. I remember like I used to eat these. They used the to time. come in a multi-pack where it's like a, a number of other... Yeah, it's a white... I don't no. remember what the company was. Damn it. I think I think the wife would get these for the kids. I used to have them all the time when I was a kid. What the hell? We got to figure out what those were. What are they called? <laughs> Somebody's going to know. She didn't know the name of them? She No, she just said the... Yeah, that's the... Yeah, I know exactly, and in that the, the, the raspberry part's really chewy. Yeah, and it's on right on top. It, they're like a, a hole they're like an Oreo. Yes, they're a sandwich cookie. It's white filling, and then it's got like the, like a. Gel. Those are good. Oh, is this the ones? Let's see. Pe- Let's see. Uh, um, fruit cream. Yes. Yeah. Those are them. So, Pe- peak friends or something. Peak friends. Superstore shopping right now for cookies. <laughs> Locker room topic of the day. They're pulling the goodie ring. They've stopped making it. Yeah, it's gone. So we thought it would be wise to childhood. talk about your favorite cookie this morning on the program. Scuba Steve, I'm disappointed. His favorite cookie is a Chewy Chips Ahoy. What's I, wrong with the Chewy Chips I, Ahoy? I, chewy cookies. Oh, I like I the, don't know, the too chewier the better. I need a hearty cookie, like something that breaks my tooth when I bite into but, it. But really? what into my coffee? But do you like 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 homemade cookies that are soft? Like oh, if I you, do. No, like, right soft out of the, oven? the Chips Ahoy. I like like the I, Chips Ahoy because they're not. Yeah, they're nice when they're warm and soft or the oven. But the no, Chips I Ahoy, like, they're cold. I like, and, I like chewy. I'm on board with you, Scuba. You seen? Don't yours. listen to <laughs> <laughs> the locker room topic of the day. It's your favorite cookie? We just got a text from Perry. He brought up the goodie ring. That's the reason we're doing the topic. Dad, stop making them. Yeah, there's no more goodie rings. People are freaking out on the internet. They didn't tell anyone what happened. Was people were trying to buy them? Yeah, couldn't find them anywhere, and they contacted the company. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, we, we, stopped, stopped we stopped production on those a while ago. And again, I was saying, listen, that's why you need to support these things. Yeah. I feel just like, guilty. I'm part of the problem. I haven't had a goodie ring in years, and I don't know why. I still haven't gotten over the loss of uh, Vico from my childhood, and <laughs> now I lose the goodie ring. So. <laughs> um, so your favorite cookie is what we're doing this morning. This is another one that somebody lost. Um, Kyle said his favorite cookie is the discontinued maple girl guide cookies. Well the maple ones. Yeah. I why do I have a memory of that? Cuz I do too. But it's been a long time. It was before mint. 
because yeah. they because they, they were they do like the a, mint ones. They were now. a sand. They were a sandwich cookie because they have chocolate and vanilla, but they used to have the the maple ones. When I'm was pretty, that, Grant? I'm not sure. I was trying to. I'm actually on the Girl Guides website looking at the history of the cookies. <laughs> this is a real thing. <laughs> Um, they started selling the chocolate, the mint ones in 1995. I was going to say, those have been around for a long time, yeah. but I have a memory of a, of a maple cookie. As soon as you said that, I was like, yeah, they used to sell those. Yeah. I'm, I'm not sure. I think it was a long time ago. I think so. It must've been. Yeah. Yeah. Any yeah. girl guides listening? <laughs> Let us know. The locker room topic of the day. What's your favorite cookie? Well, we lost the, uh, dad's goodie ring cookie. Um, they stopped making those, but this one is still in production. The Dad's Oatmeal Chocolate Chip Cookies came in. I don't mind the Dad's Oatmeal. That's if, a good dunking being, cookie. Like if, put yeah. it in your milk. And- the Dad's does a, a, a good job. Mm-hmm. They, they've got some decent products for sure. Yeah. You want to do one more? Um, well, we had a lot of peanut butter cookie lovers out there. All sorts of various brands. Um, inappropriate. Ian said the chocolate or strawberry wafer cookies. Yeah, those are a Vortman cookie, I believe. Those okay. are those are pretty tasty too. But for me, the peanut butter, like I would never, I'd never like go out of my way to buy a bag of peanut butter cookies. No, but if somebody has them, like if I'm visiting, hanging out with you, yeah, and you got a peanut butter cookie option, well, I'll go there. Which, I, I hate peanut butter, but I actually love homemade uh, peanut butter cookies. But I hate peanut butter. It's kind of like me with um, Tiger Tiger ice cream. Like I hate black licorice, but love Tiger Tiger ice cream. Um, would you guys agree that the most disappointing cookie is when you think it's chocolate chip and it's an oat- and it's a raisin one? <laughs> I see. I like the oatmeal raisin when, cookie. When you think you're getting a chocolate chip, that's and my you, favorite you cookie. Bite in and you're like, what the. This isn't no. chocolate. Yeah. yeah. No, no. I'm okay with the oatmeal raisin. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. We talked about a, a study or a survey or something yesterday. I'm trying to remember exactly what it was. It, it, it had something to do with people's job satisfaction. Mm-hmm. And it, uh, like, it, it went from like 49% down to 24%. People actually think that their their empl- place of employment cares about them. Yeah. That they that their managers, was, their their employers don't really care about them. It was twenty four percent of employees believe their employer cares about their well being. And I thought that was high. Yeah. You're right. And that was actually down. I think it was at fifty percent or sixty percent, something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it yeah. went way down. And then ironically I saw this story. And we even mentioned this, Google. We even mentioned Google. It was a ex Google employee revealing how after years of working with Google, he was an intern, mm-hmm. started there, got his career, and it's like a dream job. Like they got basketball courts and free it, lattes. Literally, and, he says he it looks like a playground for adults. Yeah. It's colorful, and they got everything there. Yeah, like video games. And he yeah. goes, it, he realized that it was completely on purpose Yeah, to get people to work more. It tricks you. It tricks you. It literally tricks you, you into to, being at work. <laughs> I can totally see. Yeah, it's how that smart. Would, yeah, like you, you, you would go play video games or go play, you know, pinball for twenty five minutes and go. Oh damn! At Google, um, they would feed everyone three times a day, but the meal times would be like seven o'clock at night. So all of a sudden you're staying late because you're like, I want my meal. 
Yeah. And you're working later. So you would stay until you stay working seven, for the free food. Skip that. the and shuttle, like they would shuttle you to work, which was a nice perk, but it was at six in the morning. So you're getting up early. But you're thinking, well, I'll, I'm going there to work out anyway. Yeah. But who actually and works out wi- when you get to work? And they had Wi-Fi on them, on the <laughs> shuttle. <laughs> so you would be working on the shuttle, going to your job. Listen, I I don't trust anybody. I never have, and it's getting worse. Even one thing they said, they let you bring your dog in, which sounds like a nice perk, but until you, re- he said you realize the reason they let you bring your dog in with you is so, so you don't go So it's not a home. reason to go home. So you don't go home to look after your dog. It's brilliant. <laughs> it really is. I've said this before. If you ever want to find out why something is happening, if you ever really want to dig into the truth behind something, yeah. even if it's a good thing, Follow the money. <laughs> yeah. Always follow follow the money. There's always a money thing attached to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all the time. And now, another episode of Locker Room TV. We've got another video to share. It's a quick little clip from the Jedi Jimmy podcast, which will go up tomorrow, right? Yeah. Okay. So this is our involvement in the Jedi Jimmy podcast. This is our first appearance, actually, in the Jedi Jimmy podcast. That's a good point, Grant. Checks in the mail, I assume, right, Jimmy? So explain what's going on here. Again, this is Locker Room TV. This will be up on the Locker Room YouTube page if you want to witness it. Ooh. Is there no volume? Is it? You know how the... There's... should have volume. You know how the um, Jedi is like. There's really the nothing. Uh, there's really nothing other than you guys shooting. Oh, I know why. I don't have this up. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So, so this is a uh, form, form three of uh, lightsaber combat, and I'm supposed to uh, be deflecting those uh, those darts, not just letting them bounce off my body. Grant with the roll. <laughs> and then I just light them up with a Nerf gun. <laughs> uh, uh, so you were you're supposed to be demonstrating how to block, how to, how to, block. How to block, and okay, that went really well. <laughs> yeah, in the car ride in when we were discussing how to set this video up for him. Yeah, he's like, I'm like. We're gonna have to record a bunch of times if you're oh, if you're actually this, this oh, is the, the slow down the slow mo. It's in ten percent speed. <laughs> Doing my uh, tactical roll. <laughs> is that what that <laughs> Grant's in a morph suit, so he's <laughs> he's all yellow. <laughs> it's too bad it wasn't a green one, because then you could like. Oh. You could do like video on top of it, right? Like green screen it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's oh. too funny. Excellent. So when does what, the Jedi Jimmy podcast episode, whatever the hell this is, 12, this come out? Episode 12. Uh, it goes up tomorrow afternoon. I love it, Jimmy. The Thanks. best part of that video, though, has to be the the grant roll. The grant roll. I like when I light it. you up and you don't block any of it. <laughs> The Jedi Jimmy podcast episode 12 blaster sequence. <laughs> no, the best part was when we're driving in. Oh, yeah. I'm like, do you want to actually block any of these? He goes, oh, yeah, no, I'll get it first try. I'll block them all. I'll block them all. <laughs> You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross.
Grant Johnson and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. More than six in ten people submit to judging others for the name they give their pet. Yeah, so you're like, what's your dog's name? And you're like, this is Marbles. And then somebody's judging you. Right, it's funny. People are are over the top about their their pets, and mm-hmm. and and I I never really was a pet owner until recently. Yeah, um, and so I I didn't get it, and my wife didn't get it. She loves that dog Kingston. She now, even like, posted because it was um, little Preston's birthday last week. Not Preston's. <laughs> Kingston's and yeah, uh, Kingston Preston. She yeah. posted about it, and she even wrote like, "Dog lovers will get it" or something like that. Like, yeah, like yeah. she knows. She like, never he, got it before, yeah. and now she she gets. She it. understands now. I was saying to Jimmy, our our dog, and I don't know what this is, but Kingston will tear into the bedroom, the yeah. master bedroom, and he doesn't do it all the time, but he'll go underneath the bed. Oh, yeah. And the fat bastard doesn't fit underneath the bed. <laughs> and he'll get stuck down there, and he won't come out. Yeah. And then we got to... Got to pull him out? Yeah. I don't know what it is, but he, he likes being underneath of the bed for <laughs> some reason. It's it's bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. maybe you need to raise, raise the bed I don't know what that is. So yeah, you're you going to have to put your bed on pallets. I am <laughs> not doing that. We got to block it somehow, though, because it's getting out of hand. Like, I, we've been, one, t- one day I'm on the corner of the bed. Lifting it. She's trying to get a hold of them <laughs> to drag them out. Yeah. It's funny how people are with their pets. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're over the top. I almost think that pet owners are a little crazier than parents of kids they might be yeah do, do you agree with that they might be yeah yeah um i don't care what you name your pet though you don't i do are you are you I don't care about? but i definitely have like the i don't like the traditional puppy names like rufus or you know what i mean yeah okay i, I like when dogs have human names yeah like you're gordon the, you're at the you're at the dog kingston kevin! yeah come on kevin <laughs> <laughs> do you, do you I, guys, I do that find that funny, but yeah. if somebody names their dog Biscuit, I'd be okay. Like, who cares? Yeah, I right? mean, it's whatever they want to do. Does, yeah. it, do you give Kingston a, like a nickname? You know how a lot of people King like, Man. Like, uh, like, My daughter started calling him King Man, and I don't know. That stuck for me. Yeah, because I know yeah. with Gord, with Gordon, everybody calls him Gord or Gordo, Gordy. Yeah, yeah. I, I I sometimes I I will call him Kingston Clarence. His full name when he's, he's in trouble. When he's no, I don't know why. I just find it funny to say the full name. Kingston Clarence Jimmy. Yeah. <laughs> the locker room presents the Grant Report for JT's Bar and Grill, where good people come to enjoy the best food and drinks with other good people. Now, Grant Johnson. To be honest, I'm not really sure how to process this news. That was just released. I think my initial feeling was disappointment. You know, when some people do a thing and it gives the rest of us a bad rap. I think that's what this is. That's why I was disappointed. According to the latest statistics, problem drinking led to 232 million missed work days in North America. (laughs) 232 million sick days, essentially. Apparently, they call it alcohol misuse disorder. (laughs) Like I said, I feel a lot of disappointment. If you're going to decide to have some drinks on a work night, 
You can't just phone in sick the next day. No. That's cheating, and that's making everyone else that likes to drink on Tuesdays, it's giving us all a bad name. Exactly! If you decided to have a few margaritas on a Wednesday, it's your responsibility as an adult to drag yourself into work the next day. This is the real world. You don't get to take a sick day for a hangover. No. You, you go in there with a headache possibly still drunk, and you do a half-assed job like the rest of us. Exactly. Grow up. The Grant Report is brought to you by March Weather. Will it be 20, 20 degrees today, or will I throw my back out shoveling snow? You never really know. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. How many sick days for drinking? 262 million. What the hell, people? <laughs> Suck it up. At least one of us is hung over every day on this that show. Was, that was before the pandemic. Oh, wow. So they're like, it's probably even more now that people are working from home. <laughs> I have literally picked up Jimmy still drunk. Last week, he slept here. Yeah. <laughs> he slept at the radio station because on the it made more sense for him to come here at 2 o'clock in the morning for the 6 And you know what? He was a useless piece of shit all morning, but he made it here. He was here. He got here hey, and he didn't put in his shift. Day. I did two breaks. Yep. Exactly. He doesn't remember, Two though. breaks. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. This might, this might start a new trend, or is it already a trend? I don't think it's a trend, but you know McDonald's is going to have a response. Apparently they've reached the out to Drake the already. World love it. Now I gotta crush it. Filet your fishes. Then you should be disgusted. How dare you sell a square fish asking us to trust it. A half slice of cheese. Mickey D's on a budget. <laughs> All these crispy fish is simply it. With lines Push around the tea. corner, we might need a guest list. Eggs is stage left. The Released a McDonald's diss track. A fish from a clown is basic. Say less. This argument is baseless. Drowned in tartar that filet your fish is tasteless. <laughs> See, Arby's only deals in the greatness. I bet the house on it like it's Vegas. Look, I could sell water to a well. How could you ever think I'd fail? Yeah, the crispy fish sandwich blazing trails. The mother clown's just too frail. Yeah, if you know me and you know me it's well, like Arby's is gonna tip that scale. This is the end. This is a paid advertisement brought to you by the unrivaled, the unparalleled. <laughs> so Arby's paid Pusha T to release a diss track against McDonald's and the filet of fish promoting their own spicy fish sandwich, which, I mean, you know I love Arby's, but I'm already against an Arby's, Arby's chicken sandwich, an yeah. Arby's fish sandwich. Full on no. I, yeah. I'm a full out no, That's too. That's a hard no. I, I never get the fish. Like, I'm anti-fish, but I might go try this just because. Of course because you will. It's Arby's. Um... Apparently, Pusha T, he says he wrote the, ba -da 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 -da, I'm loving it, or whatever. Oh, okay. The jingle for McDonald's, and he says they paid him a million dollars, which it wasn't enough for how much they've used that. Okay, so he's So mad. that's why he wrote so the diss track, and then Arby's paid for it. Oh, okay. And apparently, McDonald's has reached out to Drake to respond to Arby's diss track. It's on! 
the rap wars between fast food. It used to be like, it used to be, you know, like Notorious getting shot up in his car. And yeah. Now they're writing they're diss tracks about fish, fish sandwiches. sandwiches. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. President Zelensky, he leads the Ukraine and he has had a number of speeches or I guess public addresses with nations around the world. He's done yeah. Canada. He's done the U.S. I think he was doing Italy the other day. He, yeah, he's kind UK. of making his way through the parliaments, trying to appeal for, to them for help. Against the Russians. Yeah. And uh, he wants them to seize a yacht that's just off the coast of Italy. He's saying if you want to stop Putin, you need to really put the squeeze on him, which they've been doing with a lot of these yachts and stuff. Oligarchs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, There's this yacht off the coast of Italy, which a lot of people think belongs to Putin, but they haven't been able to link it to him because they all have their money hidden, right? Yeah. They think, like, Putin might be one of the wealthiest people in the world, but they don't have no idea. Yeah. Um, And it's a $700 million yacht off the coast of Italy. And I was looking it's at insane. some... So they did this story on it in The Sun, which is like a tabloidy paper, but it seems yeah. legit. It's got gold-plated toilet paper covers. Like, everything's gold-plated. It's got a pool table that automatically levels with the water. So, when you know, imagine trying to play pool on a boat. It, like, shifts with the water to keep me? the balls from moving. What a dick. Yeah. 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 We already know that he's insane. Like, we've already... I think everybody is aware of the fact that... But what is that? Like, what kind of wiring is that? You you are running a country, and your citizens are the poorest people in the world. You're a communist country, mm-hmm. so you're supposed to share everything. Everybody's supposed to be on the same playing field. And you're the richest man in the world. Yeah. Like, what kind of mindset? Like, what is that? It's just, uh, I mean, it's every dictator. It's like, he's a dictator, right? He's been in power since 99. Yeah. He's made himself and his friends very, very wealthy. Um, It's Kim Jong-un. I mean, his country's in famine. Everyone's dying. Yeah. And he's importing, like... Cigarettes from another country. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he's spending millions of dollars on champagne. <laughs> we still that's got a lot will, of work to do. That's why we will never be dictators. Who's <laughs> FM? This was a study about medical marijuana. Yeah. Um, so they said medical marijuana use may lead to addiction and not aid your health. So addiction it's from to Harvard. It's it's I was joking about the gateway drug thing. It's addiction to 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 pot. Mm-hmm. Not other drugs, right? Like I'm not going to be on the old horse as soon as I have a puff of they some medical. They call it cannabis use disorder is what they call okay. it. Because everyone's always like, you can't get addicted to pot, right? But they're like, mm, you can't start to rely on it though and, and that's where it becomes a use disorder is what they is, say. What's the difference between medical marijuana and normal mar- marijuana? I is don't it think there's it's a just the, the same same thing. It's just they were specifically looking at people that had been given like prescribed marijuana for anxiety, depression, pain, that sort of thing. The so thing, that's why they're saying medical. The thing that I have sort of come to the conclusion of over the years it, from people that I know that are heavy users. Right. And when I mm-hmm. say heavy users, they smoke 
all day. Yeah. Right. And I think everybody knows a couple of people that 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 smoke pretty heavy, right? I mean, I, I mean, we also all know the guy that has a puff before he goes to bed at night, right? Yeah. But I'm talking about I'm talking about the the people that wake and bake, and then they're they're finding every opportunity during the day to smoke as well. And those people are out there. You might mm-hmm. even work with them. And in radio, I, I like because this job isn't. It's it's not like we're walking on the peak of a roof or anything like <laughs> no. that. You know what I mean? So I think we might see this more in our in our profession than others mm-hmm. than other professions. But I I've known guys that smoke all day. I and, I used to work like when I was with the basketball team. There was a couple of guys that did it. Yeah, uh, they did, and it was for pain management. It was well, way but that, way before where I was going to get to way way before like it was legal. The the people that I know that smoke like all day, I think are self medicating. Mm-hmm. I've always thought that that they kind of needed something, yeah, and and so they gravitated towards that. And it and it it and I don't want to discount what it is for pain. No, because a lot of people do say it. That's not a judgment. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I think. I think people that do smoke a lot of pot mm-hmm. have found it because they needed it there in, was a, in some cases. There was a study, though, when they're talking about this cannabis use disorder. There was a study recently I saw where they were talking about um, how it changes your eating habits. Yeah. And you become reliant on it, on it that way. You know, people that can't eat unless they're stoned. And that's where huh. it has tricked their brain into being like, oh, you can't you can't eat until you're high, right? And I know people like that that have have done that and then have quit smoking weed and been like, wow, I can eat again. Like I used to literally get sick if I ate when I wasn't high. Huh? Yeah. Okay, I haven't seen that, but I, I, it doesn't surprise me. So I'm gonna say one more thing, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that I preface this with. I know I'm an alcoholic. Oh, yeah. We're upsetting a lot of people right now, I think, because they're like, <laughs> you guys are we such self, We self-medicate. <laughs> like, like, exactly. <laughs> so I, I, I'm aware aware of the hypocrisy of, of any of my statements. Yes. If, like, if you're like bothered by what I'm saying. We sleep well unless we have a couple beers in well, us. Well, and I, I commented on Monday after having one beer on Sunday that I felt worse on Monday yes. morning than I did <laughs> all weekend after heavy drinking. <laughs> So I get I get that the the hypocrisy of 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 commenting about something that I know very little about. I've smoked over the years, but I've never it's never been a habit. For no, me. Um, and I and again I, I want to be cautious about this because I I haven't seen hundreds of examples of this, but I've seen a couple of examples of this heavy pot use. I think impacts it rewires some people Mm -hmm. i think they think differently yeah i've maintained that for years um and and again i don't want to get into any example i'll give you one example i have a friend that smokes all day Mm -hmm. right and he ended up raising bees (laughs) (laughs) so you're saying he wouldn't have raised bees without the weed i even said to him i jokingly said to him if you didn't smoke pot every day do you think you'd be a bee farmer right now (laughs) And there was a long pause, and he went, nope. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. That's an interesting text that we got there from Derek. 
Um, yeah, Derek said I was chronic for 20 years and quit cold turkey 10 years ago. No physical withdrawal. Have now gotten back onto weed because it helps with his rheumatoid arthritis. Pain is unmanageable without the CBD THC assistance. Other option was being a closeted alcoholic for three years to self-medicate. No longer waking up feeling like crap from the booze. Sleep We're not going to judge too harshly, Derek. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Uh, no, I, I think, you know what, honestly, I don't think we give enough credit for, and, and I think down the road, we will start to see more and more uses of uh, marijuana for pain mm-hmm. management. Well, and, there's, and, and, and again, just the CBD helps, yeah, just right? alone. Uh, and I said it when we were just talking about that study about how there are addictive, they are saying that there are addictive properties of of marijuana, yeah. right? On some levels. And again, Derek brings up a good point. He had no like no withdrawal yeah, symptoms quit from it without, yeah. which which I have heard that, right? And the other thing too is you don't you're not hung over either. Mm-hmm. Like that's the other beautiful thing about trust me, you I sound thought like about you're it. convincing yourself. I listen, I've almost talked myself into sweat the old switch. <laughs> the switcheroo? Yeah. <laughs> I would go through withdrawals <laughs> from, from not alcohol. drinking though. Yeah, you did but, on Sunday. <laughs> Locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I saw the pictures of the GQ cover of Nick Nick Cage just did. He's back, man. (laughs) He's on the cover of GQ. There is a a renaissance. Like This is like John Travolta when he got Pulp Fiction and then his career kind of came back for a while. Nicolas Cage seems to be... What's interesting about Nicolas Cage is, is I think we all sort of have him firmly in a place of kind of not taking him too seriously. But if somebody said to me, you know, hey, you guys, you want to watch a, you want to watch Con Air? Yeah. I'm in. Definitely. Face off. Yeah. Like that sort of thing. Like, I think there's still sort of this appreciation on, on a kitsch level for what he, what he's done. But he's always thought of himself as a very serious, good actor. Um, Okay. That's where I think you're wrong. And that's, no, he has, he's talked about that. But like he was doing like weird things with his face because that was like his acting style that was like this next level over anyone else. Okay. But he uh, now he's starting to do like these dramas and stuff. Like that movie Pig that he did was it last? I think that was last year. Yeah, that was a really well made movie. A lot of people were upset that he didn't get some recognition for his acting. Got a ninety six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Here's my theory with Nick. I, I don't think you're wrong. I think he does sort of consider himself a good actor, a decent actor. Yeah. But I don't think he is naive to his place in the world of acting and what he's created. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I, I think he can look back at what he's done and go, okay, that was, I did that for the money because I overspent on elephant bones, right? Yeah, like dinosaur I, bones. That I could have done better. This, I, I realize why people think that's funny. I realize why people think this one's corn. Do you, well, I think he's he more it, self-aware then we fit th- within we this, might give him credit for in this GQ interview he talks about why he did all these movies yes and he says i did you know i did ghost rider i did sorcerer's apprentice and i did all these movies because i was um what did he say he blew all of his 150 million dollars he made on real estate 
and he owed $6.3 million in taxes. So yeah. he had to. He said he was paying $20,000 a month to keep my mother out of a mental institution. <laughs> and he just, it was all at once. He had all these taxes. He had blown all his money on real, because he owned a castle somewhere, right? Um, and he just like, I, hey, I'll be Ghost Rider. <laughs> I saw the pictures and I was, I mean, he's eccentric and, and, and I think he, he sort of waves that flag. Yeah. But I get the sense that he knows his place. Yeah, and I'm I'm totally making that. I'm I'm grabbing that from thinner. I'm grabbing that from seeing. I didn't read the article. Nothing. I just looked at the pictures and I went. You know what? I think he gets it. I think he understands who he is. One thing because they're kind of funny pictures, right? Well, one thing he said was he did. He was doing four movies a year, which is crazy for an actor to do. Uh, most do like one, and he said some of them were terrible. Um, some were good, and he. But he said the misconception is that I stopped caring he's like i never phoned it in i never just showed up like he's like i cared about every one of those movies i did <laughs> good for him yeah i'll, I'll read now that he's back. he's got the, so the new movie why he's on gq is that the unbearable weight of massive talent which is unbelievable reviews right now mm-hmm. it looks good yeah i'll definitely watch it that's supposed to come out in theaters too isn't it um yep i think yeah right away i think and every time we talk about pig i always say you have to watch it yeah it's on my list yeah. for sure Hello, hello. How you doing, my friend? I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing? Good. Doing good. Enjoying so, the weather. We got a point the other night with the OT loss. Yep. To the best team in the NHL. To the best team in the NHL, the Colorado Avalanche. And then last night we fell to Dallas. But I think, can I say this? Can I say that there are things from both games that we can take away, like positives? 100%. I mean, the game against Colorado, was that was just a fun hockey game. And sometimes that's the way she goes. Last night was way more frustrating to me because the others had a 3-2 lead in the third period with yeah. five and a half minutes to go. They dropped it. Okay, fine. They were sloppy. But yeah, 100%. They were sloppy, and they were making mistakes, and they just ended up getting the finish they deserved, really, at the end. So... It was rough, but yes, there are lessons to take away from it. They hung with one of the best, like Grant said, the best team in the NHL against Colorado. They did decently well against Dallas. They played well enough to win. They just didn't execute on the details. So, sure. Yeah, there are things to take away from that. The uh, new guys will be there for the next game against the Sharks, right? I I was going to ask. Yeah, tomorrow the new guys are supposed to be in as well as Ryan Nugent Hopkins will be back as well. So, a little boost tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. Do we know what the motivation was? Like, um, what holes this Brett and and Derek are, are filling, or is it just obvious? Uh, Kulak is a little is more obvious than Broussard, in my opinion. Like Kulak is he's a legitimate defender, and he's going to be on the third pairing to start. But I could see him moving up for sure in the lineup, depending on how he plays. Derek Broussard's a little bit more interesting to me because I think he is. I mean, he's a hell of a player, but he's also been around a minute now. So I'm curious to see how he's used once he actually gets in. Who comes out of the lineup in favor of him? The other, I mean, the others already gave away Tyler Benson's number, so uh, we'll see how that one goes with Derek Broussard. I'm curious to see how it plays out. Derek would make us a little grittier, like a little tougher to play against, is my thought on yeah. that. 
he's going to be able to chip in on both sides of the puck a little bit, um, okay. but he doesn't kill penalties. He's going to be able to, he's having a, a PDO heater for the nerds out there right now. So he's <laughs> shooting at an incredibly high save percentage and he's going to be able to chip in. So I'm curious to see how he fits in. Where does he go? Does he play on the fourth line? Does he maybe play on the third line with Nuge a little bit? I'm going to guess fourth line center, but we'll see how it goes. Um, I got the Sharks tomorrow, and then the Battle of Alberta, Alberta yeah. on Saturday, and you will be in attendance for that one, paying a lot of attention to the game, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Grant, you've been on one of our trips <laughs> yes. before. If there's if there's anything that we do on that trip, it is pay attention to every detail that is going down on the ice, because we are laser-focused <laughs> on the game. <laughs> is there any spots available to join the Oilers Nation still? There's only there's only a couple. So if you're listening to this right now, I urge you to get on the bus because we're going to be sold mm-hmm. out. Just go to BacksideTours.com. It's right there on the front page. Join us. We're going to have a great time. We're leaving Saturday around noon. We'll be back the next day, early afternoon. It's going to be a great weekend. All Join right. Us. Fingers crossed for at least a couple of points out of the next three, four games here. Yeah. Right? I yeah. hope they well, don't go on one at- of these slides. <laughs> If you're looking at a lock like tomorrow night, to me, I know it's not mathematically a must-win game against the Sharks, but it's as close as it gets. Yeah, you know, the Oilers need to put some distance between themselves and the Golden Knights. Thankfully, Vegas is helping us. Mm-hmm. The data off trade they made on deadline night. day did not work for them. They lost again. They have injury problems. They're in cap problems. So we need to put some space between the Oilers and them. And tomorrow, to me, is a must-win game, just like Saturday and Calgary. Was there we any play well against Calgary? Was there any? Um, I didn't see what they ended up doing because the. Golden Knights made a trade at the deadline that then yeah. it came out the guy had a no trade clause That's and right. did anything come from that I just kind of missed it I'm looking through right now and I was checking before we jumped on this morning because I was wondering if you're going to ask and as of right now it's still going through the process with the NHL but Dadanov has not been traded to the Anaheim Ducks at least not yet uh, according to some of the cap sites they've put him back on the Golden Knights it's a weird, just while yeah. they try and figure this out weird situation because they traded him and then afterwards it was like oh he has a no trade clause and the Ducks are one of the teams he can't be traded to they might have yeah, so, wanted to check in on that yeah before yeah, just a small detail yeah. like uh, <laughs> that they probably should have shorted out. But I also feel bad for Dadnov too because like he has a no trade clause, uh, no trade clause on his contract for a reason. And if he doesn't want to go to Anaheim, he doesn't want to go to Anaheim. Yeah. So what are you gonna do? As always, thanks for your contribution. If you hey, watch you, this boys. on Locker Room TV, um, you'll see uh, that James looks like he is in a. Yeah, in interrogation. <laughs> <laughs> or in the red light room. <laughs> yeah. So I, so there's a lot on. of red going on yeah. there. I uh, think he licks his camera or something. I'm not just before he goes on. <laughs> All right. There he is, bag milk from Oilers Nation. You guys have fun on Saturday. Thanks, boys. Now, here's some shit that didn't make the show. Good morning, Cruz. Good morning, buddy. How are you doing this morning? Good. Who's this? It's the gas, man. I Good don't want to get you off track this morning, Locke, but you know one cookie I miss? Is my old granny's shortbread cookies? Oh, okay, you know? yeah. You know what? The shortbread is uh, is is hard to make, and and if you had somebody in your life that did it well, yeah. She she made them about the size of a checker, and then they were like they were. Oh, my my mom and my four sisters have all tried that recipe. Poor granny's been gone for years, and no one can even come close. It was just unbelievable. You put that little sucker in your mouth, and it just melts in a little glass of milk. And yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the memories, man. We yeah. work with someone. The Jen oh. makes a really yeah. good shortbread cookie. It, she brings them that? in every Christmas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I tell you, it just and 
everyone's tried and they come close, but there's something Granny did with that damn cookie that uh, she never told anybody. Yeah, yeah, she probably had something special. Booze. Yeah. It's probably a little bit liquor. of a pill. Yeah. Might have been, <laughs> might have been a little bit of yep Christmas cheer. <laughs> All right, gas man, you take care, brother. Uh, have a great, great morning, gang. You've been listening to the Locker Room Podcast. Not the kind of threesome you would wish for, but it's probably going to be the only threesome you'll ever get. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.